Okay, and we're live now on YouTube, Mixer, absolutely everything. So welcome everyone to the first sort of podcast we have going here on uh, on YouTube and Mixer and Twitch. So if you want to kind of subscribe, uh, I'm going to be putting this up pretty much everywhere you know so however you're listening let me know uh, we've got a an email you can send it off to so you can send it to sphyder at gmail.com if you've got any questions if you want to do any sort of themed podcasts here or anything of the like which would be pretty cool nonetheless um but let me know everyone how are you all doing obviously this is going to be an interactive podcast so if you're listening there of course on uh well if you're listening to it whenever you want hopefully it'll be as timely as we actually can get which would be nice would be nice to have this as as timely uh of course as we possibly actually can but when it comes to podcasts you know as well as i do that it's tough to get them sort of as uh, as timely timely as we can. But we've got a few topics to discuss, uh, of course, today. Uh, there's quite a few I'm going to talk about, so I'll go through those in one second. But let's sort this. I'm very, very professional here where it is actually on my phone where we're actually discussing everything that is happening here. So I'm just opening up every single chat, uh, which for some reason chat is disabled on my YouTube there. I'm not sure why. Doesn't really make any sense, to say the least. But we'll worry about that later. It's not really, I don't really do much YouTube anymore. But let's discuss this. So first of all, I'm gonna introduce you to what this is podcast is going to be all about. It's gonna be pretty much about well, you know, everything. We'll discuss the Jake Paul Gib fight. I uh, watched, well, all five seconds of that. Picard on uh, on Amazon Prime. Uh, we're going to discuss the Birds of Prey movie that's out next week. The Royal Rumble review, a bit late on that. Uh, not even timely for this podcast there. Um, to say the absolute least, which is a bit awkward. However, hopefully... We will do this. So this is once a week, every Friday afternoon in the UK, um, on Twitch, just everywhere you can get your podcast as well. Uh, we're going to be discussing big bands like Michael Romance on the return tours, an absolute scam. Discuss some fitness as well, mental health tips and how to budget I, on a daily thing. So... First of all, what is this podcast actually about? Well, I listen to podcasts pretty much all of my time. All of my time is spent doing podcasts, just in general, just absolutely everything. My life is is revolves around podcasts. I mean, I get up at 6am, podcast goes on straight away. I go to work, podcast is on my way to work as well, go to the gym, listen to some heavy metal while I'm lifting, and then when I'm doing some cardio, uh, that's when the podcasts 
they tend to come on there to say the absolute least but nonetheless it's not going to be just about i like in podcasts it's it's just i'm making what i want to actually listen to i want to listen to a well-rounded podcast i want to have a podcast where it pretty much has everything you can really think of every absolutely everything you want um i mean different things different topics i mean i listen to a lot of fitness stuff and really um i just want to listen to everything i i really want i mean i i I like a lot of different things i like a lot of different uh media i like a lot of different lifestyles i like lifting i like fitness i also like comics i pretty much like way 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 too much and it gets boring when you don't have that many friends like myself but this is what this is going to be this is going to be an outlet for what i want to essentially listen to i'm making what i i want to listen to here uh it's going to be fitness it's going to be comic books it's going to be like sort of youtube not drama i don't want to say drama i want to talk about kind of what's going on in the news um not like drama alert sort of like drama alert i'd be lying if i said it wasn't but the jake paul and ensign gibb fight i mean i don't know why i was interested in this because at the end of the day i have no idea who that and ensign gibb dude is i haven't got a clue who who this guy is whatsoever um obviously you know who jake paul is if you don't know about the fight if you didn't know there was a fight going on well you're gonna know you're gonna know who any of these bloody people are um you're gonna know exactly who jake paul is because he was everywhere he was absolutely bleeding everywhere i mean a few years ago he he was youtube he he released that video that that song um where that guy went england is my city and it was all about him and his growth on youtube his popularity everything so you're gonna know who he is he's infamous is to say the absolute least i mean he was bigger than his brother um they came from vine vine being obviously you know the the juggernaut it was it went it's back now with bite uh but other than that he's falling into somewhat of i would say obscurity that's that's all i could say really with him i'm not saying that as a as a bad thing i mean the guy seems like a he seems a bit of a douchebag but he seems okay i imagine if i just hung out with him and you know went to nando's with him i imagine we'd have a bit of a laugh but that's what makes him so endearing of course youtube boxing is is a thing it 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 is a thing for all intents and purposes it, it seems like it's actually here to stay uh, i haven't seen or managed to find any buy rates for for the fight last night on DAZONE. but a bit of background on the fight of course jake paul fought deji who was ksi's brother who i'm not a fan of uh, either of them i just find them nauseating at the absolute best uh so 
considering that they're nauseating, I kind of wanted Jake Paul to win because I'm a bit of a troll and I, I would have preferred him to win because I thought it would have been pretty funny if uh, if a good old Jake Paul there um, won and, and, and the like, which he did. He won in stupendously decisive victory. It was the, a cowboy Cerrone there. Uh, but YouTube Boxing, you've got KSI, who's current champion of YouTube. This sounds absolutely ridiculous when you talk about it. It sounds stupid. But it is. He is the boxing champ. He There was a draw, or kind of, I believe the first match was a draw with uh, Logan Paul, Jake Paul's brother. And then KSI won. Again, didn't think he clinched it. I thought that was at least a Logan Paul on point. Or a uh, a draw there. Drawing in boxing is just absolute shit. I think it's absolute bollocks that you have a draw. Uh, obviously, it's on point, so there is a mathematical possibility that there is a draw. Americans don't like draws. Doesn't happen, really, ever. Um, I'm probably wrong. I haven't fact-checked that whatsoever. And I don't care. So, with this, of course, uh, it's leading towards KSI needs a needs a fight this sounds in why but i'll get on to why it's actually good in a minute so with this of course we have the jake paul fight against aninson gibb who i don't know who he is I don't, I, i'm sorry he probably doesn't know who i am or give a shit that i'm talking about him on, on the internet he probably does not actually give a fuck he got banged out in seven seconds but he's probably walking over with a payday while i'm struggling to make payments on fucking beans but he is well he has been absolutely sparked the fuck out he he, he was shit uh, so moving forward of course there is the fight and this for some reason would be the fight that would lead jake paul to be able to fight the champion of youtube boxing himself ksi yeah okay i'm not really sure why someone added to give who his first boxing matches he was 2-0 and coming into this and he was shitting both of them it wasn't really a fight they were absolute crap but nonetheless the records speak for themselves is the win-loss ratio is uh the, the they mean more than uh good old aew wrestling there so with jake paul the, the fight was atrocious the, the fight the build-up people were fucking losing their sh- fucking minds over Jake Paul losing. Well, in what fucking reality? What f- fucking anything is he going to lose? He's built like a fucking brick shit house. He's a wrestler. He has a wrestling background. Deji barely got out alive. Yes, he had some skill. He had some skill. Fair play. Fair fucking play. But he did not in any planet exist to beat jake paul deji didn't and then this chump who fought him fought jake paul last night it looked like he was pressing r3 and it was stuck and could not stop crouching it looked like when you're playing with your friends around a house this guy's got the mad cat controller and he's like yeah what's the buttons again like i don't know what the buttons are i've never played this game before and you keep telling him and he keeps pressing fucking r3 or whatever and he's just playing like crap. So, yeah. The, the, that's what it came down to. It was a decisive victory there. Jake Paul's a fighter. Uh, he is he's a fighter. 
of course, he's a him and his brother are both athletes. They're both athletes. At the end of the day, they're 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 born born athletes. Uh, KSI and the rest of the the guys, they they aren't really. They're not they're not really uh they're not athletes. So when you have someone who is a born to be an athlete and then goes into kind of fighting and and that sort they have a base they have a base for from going forward so the ksi jake uh, logan paul sorry fight very much looked fixed uh, i'm gonna say it so just taking a drink of water there it's getting salty so it, it looked it logan paul had it I've seen people chat absolute bollocks about this. They are chatting shit. You don't have to like either of these guys. I don't like either of them. I'm not a Jake Paul fan or a Logan Paul fan. I'm certainly not a KSI, Deji or and Gibby Boy, or whatever his fucking name is, fan. Not a fan of them at all. Yes, they're successful and well done. But other than that, really... I, I'm not a fan. I have no dog in the fight, but it's just the delusion when you see it. And at the end of the day, I fucking called it. I was sitting at home. I was like, "This, this, this Jay Paul's gonna fucking win. You know he is." Uh, will he face KSI next? Um, that is that is the million dollar question. Will he face him? I think we'll have a dance around. We'll have a fucking dick measuring contest for a long time about this. And of course, these are just normal guys. This isn't their life. Having going to a wrestling, uh, sorry, a boxing camp, it takes a while. I mean, you've got other things to do. They have to drop everything to train for this, especially at the caliber they are. This is a professional fight. Let's not forget, this is a professional fight. So they're gonna need to fucking train. Uh, they've both got professional experience. KSI now has. A bit better experience. It's got a lot more ring experience, to say the absolute least. It went, went obviously, a long old fucking distance with Logan Paul. They went a long time. So, Jake, I would say he needs to get another win under his belt first, at least to get that experience. He's fighting someone else. Get He's not a clown. I don't know why this fight even happened. It was just embarrassing to actually watch. Uh, not for not for Jake Paul for that Gibby boy, uh, mate. What were you doing? I mean, there's a payday, and then there's it's looking like an absolute chump. And mate, when you've got, I mean, Jake Paul, mate, he's got Jake, he's got Riley Reed in his corner, so he's he's doing okay. He's doing fucking okay. So that's just my two cents on on that fight there. Just clowns, but. I was going to say, I, I did say why I think it's going to be good uh, there later on. Why did I say it's going to be good? Because it's actually, they have an undercard. They're on DAZN in America. If you're in the UK and you don't know what DAZN is, it's a streaming app where you can, it's like Netflix for boxing. Oh, I'm not sure if they have combat sports on there. I'm pretty sure UFC passes the uh, the monopoly there on uh, on combat sports. But nonetheless, of course... It's bringing eyes onto other things. So it's bringing eyes onto other boxers. It's bringing eyes onto the sport, essentially. Of course, you've got the heavyweight division at the moment, which is the absolute bomb. The heavyweight division is on fire at the moment in, in professional boxing. 
is absolutely on fire. Um, of course, this this kind of sideshow YouTube drama boxing, it's going to bring a lot of eyes. So it's only good for sport. It's people are saying Eddie Hearn, what are you doing? It's going to bring it's bringing eyes to it. And of course, it's on DAZN nonetheless. So I think it's, I think it's a good idea. I think I think it's actually good for it. You know, because you're getting some guys who are good underneath, and they they can they can go off and and headline legit cards there. But next up, we've got Picard. So, if you don't know what Picard is, if you don't know what it is, there may be some slight spoilers uh, for this and some theories going forward for this with Picard. So, if you, again, if you don't know what it is, uh, it's on Amazon Prime. It's on the CBS All Access app. It is a Star Trek spin-off. It's a sequel, really, to uh, the Star Trek The Next Generation, which was stunning. I really like Star Trek. And what really annoys me in this fandom... So, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, it didn't really matter if you're Marvel or DC. It didn't matter if you're Star Trek or Star Wars. You could probably like both. I mean, you can you can enjoy them. And no one would really actually say anything. But I think as Mar- the MCU got big, DC fan, the hardcore fans got a bit jealous. And then you've got the Star Wars drama going on. Oh, bore me fucking later with the Star Wars drama over Rise of the Skywalker. The movie was okay. Stop fucking complaining. And now we've got Star Trek. So everything's sort of having a renaissance. Name of the fucking podcast. I didn't actually explain. Renaissance man is a well-rounded man. That that's what this is, and that's what I'm trying to be to try and convey some great things and and uh, not on a mic like that. So, Picard is of course a sequel to Star Trek: The Next Generation. You can actually watch this if you haven't seen really any Star Trek. You can actually watch it. It's, people have been calling it CSI John Luke Picard, which is actually pretty funny. It, it is in a way. So Picard is following on with, uh, of course, Patrick Stewart's iconic character, not Professor X, of course. It is himself, John Luke Picard, the captain of the Enterprise. So what they're doing now is they're having a, a resurgence of Star Trek. We've got this. Uh, we've got Star Trek Discovery, which I'm not sure when the hell that's back. I love that. I thought that was great. Uh, but other than that, we've got made. I think they might do some other shows moving on. But this is very much fan service, albeit you can enjoy it. Now, episode two had aired today, or aired. It's streamed. You can. We need a better term for airing because everything's on fucking stream now. I mean, you've got Uncut Gems, an Adam Sandler movie, which is on netflix it just blows my mind and i wish i'd watched that before i had done this because i want to talk about that as well however picard is really flicking good flicking i'm gonna swear i don't care it's fucking good and patrick stewart is stunning in it the the costumes everything about it is amazing the lens flare is a bit too much, in my opinion. There's a bit too much lens flare, to say the absolute least, with that. Other than that, it's good. So the second, the first episode was basically setting up the fact that, well, Mars has been destroyed by Romulans, who are the evil versions of the fucking Spock and the Vulcans, all that, all that crap. Um, I've, if you listen to audio, I was trying to do the Vulcan hat and sign, but I've, I failed and it's embarrassing. So we forget that ever actually happened. So moving on from that embarrassing moment right now, it is 
how the Romulans screwed everyone over by blowing up Mars and killing Data. Uh, then they used synthetic androids and that, then they all got all got killed. So Data, one of the main characters of Next Generation, uh, Brent Spiner, he was basically killed and then that was that. But it looks like there is a little cover-up going on here and what the hell is going on? So in the episode, we had the... There was a Borg cube who were like the alien... Like the fucking alien cybernetic zombie things which say resistance is futile. <laughs> That's a really simplistic term. So with that, of course, there's now a mystery about... Uh, why did the Romulans actually destroy the synthetics? And was this a false flag operation to actually get rid of all AI and synthetic life forms and, and robots throughout the universe? We're hinted at in this episode that it is a either a, the Romulan Mossad who are going after these, or it is actually about to fucking go down. And it is the Deep State Federation who are causing this. But personally, this is my theory on it. What I think is happening is, I do think that Picard, in the, in the show, I do think that the Romulans actually created the Borg. I think they created the Borg, did all this Mars thing to cover it, to so that AI did, so it stopped all of this happening again. And then... Now they're trying to actually cover up the fact that they created the Borg. That's my opinion. Because I think Data in The Next Generation, he was still new. It, it was like a new technology. And it was quite a big thing that he was in Starfleet Command and, and Starfleet Federation. Ah, fuck it. It's all, it's all fucking make-believe anyway. But I think that he, he was actually new to it. So as time went on, we got knew it was evolving and everything like that and the Romulans was like oh hold the fuck up hold up yeah we ain't letting this fucking shit go down again and people are gonna find out that we we created these these borg are going around in cubes and blowing shit up and assimilating people right we can't have that happen so i think that's what i think that's what's going on here it's gonna be interesting the borg are pretty dope the scary shit that i mean picard became a borg that's how fucking crazy this, this is. But the show is good. And I expect we're going to see more classic Next Generation characters as time goes by. But that's my take on Picard and how much I absolutely love the show. Because I love Patrick Stewart. And one of my earliest memories is seeing uh, First Contact and Nemesis there at the cinema. But as fans, let's just stop hating on each thing. You don't have to... Be a fan of one thing. Yes, you can like one thing more than the other, but you don't have to hate on other things. It's just absolutely ridiculous. Christ. But the Royal freaking Rumble. Royal Rumble. The RR. My God, wrestling has had a resurgence. So this probably started a couple of years ago. So I remember getting into independent wrestling kind of four or five years ago. Uh, progress here in the UK was popping off. Um, it was where people who go and said, oh, I hate WWE, I don't watch Raw. 
not watching SmackDown. I'm going to go and watch this independent show. But they were still fucking wanking off to Raw every night. They still knew a much, knew so much about it to hate on it. So, yeah, it's weird. But I went to go and see these shows. And then this this led to uh, WWE buying out pretty much all of the, the best UK wrestlers. And then we got NXT UK and we got AEW Wrestling as well over there on, uh, I think it's TNT in America and it's on ITV here in the UK. So it's having a resurgence, albeit WWE are not. They have not been good for a while. I begrudgingly watch it every week and I don't know why I do this every single week. Why do I watch wrestling? I, I whinge about it on Twitter. I whinge about it to my friends, but I still watch it. Okay, so going into the Royal Rumble, Brock Lesnar is the WWE Champion. The Fiend is the champ. They were not going to change titles whatsoever. They were not going to change at all. Brock Lesnar entered himself in to the Rumble at entrant number one. Usually entrant number one is someone who is an absolute badass, Brock Lesnar, or someone who has been screwed over heavily by an authority figure, which I miss. I do miss on Raw that we don't actually have an authority figure anymore. I think it, it adds a balance. Someone, it doesn't have to be the authority. It doesn't have to be anyone like that at all. It just needs to be someone who is there who can make the booking. Because otherwise, why are these matches going ahead? Who's in charge? Why is this even happening? Who's, who is in charge? Just from a kayfabe storyline, uh, what's going on? So other than that, entry number one, Brock Lesnar's going to win. We had rumours. Roman Reigns would win and challenge The Fiend and finally defeat The Fiend. He'll finally be taken down by the big dog, Dunan Roman freaking Reigns. Wow. Absolutely wow. Now, this is the first time I, in probably a decade, I haven't stayed up for the Royal Rumble because it just felt like it was inevitable that one of these would happen. And I thought to myself, if neither of these are going to happen, it's going to be Drew McIntyre. And I really hoped it would be Drew McIntyre because I was never a fan of Drew McIntyre in his first run. But he left... Oh, he got fired. I liked the three-man band. That was funny. And then he moved on, of course, to insane championship wrestling in Scotland. And then he made a name for himself. A big return facing Jack Jester. I'm not really sure what that chump's doing now. Don't care. But he then went on... Well, he, he did well, didn't he? Did all right, didn't he, in, in the UK independent scene? He sort of found some solace, found himself again, got absolutely fucking hench body goals, to say the least. So your boy Drew went to NXT, became champion, and then went to Raw and didn't really do anything at all. Why do they have these fucking call-ups if they're not going to do anything? EC3 has joined the chat. <laughs> Where, where is EC3? Why? Why? He's great. But nonetheless, Drew McIntyre, not only did he enter, we had Brock Lesnar destroy everyone. Absolutely everyone. He then 
got eliminated by Ricochet. Well, he Ricochet helped, did the same thing that Brock Lesnar did to him on Raw. <laughs> Storytelling. And may I add, I felt like I was rewarded for watching Raw each week because it paid off every single storyline. Finally. S- finally. I'm not The Rock. I never will be. So Drew then eliminated him, stared them down as he was leaving the the area. And that's it. Drew, Drew McIntyre is now facing Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. But I know exactly what's going to happen. Come December, all the fans on Reddit and Twitter are going to be, oh, he's boring, get rid of him, we're sick of him, he's a crap. They'll suddenly say they didn't like him and everything. And now they're all suddenly fans of him when they were saying he was boring before. I've, I've been a fan of him since he came back in NXT and on Raw. I just wanted him to do something. I wanted him to be dominant in some way. But here we are. So, nonetheless, the actual Rumble was good. So, the Women's Rumble. Okay, so, the Women's Wrestling, I I like it. I like Asuka. I like uh, her teammate. I like the Kabuki Warriors. Becky, oh, it's getting a bit boring. It's, I don't know what it is. It was fun at first, don't get me wrong. It was absolutely fun at first, but the whole man gimmick just seems a bit... Uh, uh, that, that's that's all I can describe it. That's all I can describe. Uh, but really, who realistically, who was going to win the women's Royal Rumble? Honestly, let's think about it. Who? No one. No one other than Charlotte or Shayna Baszler or Rhea Ripley could probably enter herself in and go for a main title as well and be two belts. Did that last year. We had we had the whole two belts thing that that happened. It's been done, so we couldn't do that again. Shayna Baszler, yeah, that'd be good. But does she have the star power to be a main eventer? It worked with Kofi Kingston being a surprise win, um, or or being involved with the main event. Sorry, being involved with the main event because he'd been around for fucking ever. He it was a surprise win because of who he was. But it was an underdog story. Shayna Baszler winning. There's that crossover. There's that. There's the bubble of marks who watch independent wrestling and, of course, NXT compared to the main roster. Who it's just people who are, who watch WWE every week who just watch the main show. At the moment, all I really watch is Raw and SmackDown. So I'll be like, mm, who, who the fuck is that? But I do know who she is, of course. I'm just pretending to be someone else who's in Middle America. So, Shayna Baszler would have been a good winner. Would have been a really, really, really fucking good winner. Uh, but Charlotte... Interesting. Shayna Baszler would have put eyes on NXT. Would have put the absolute blinkers on NXT each week. They're doing that in a different way. So, bear with me here. Charlotte, if she was going to face... For the SmackDown... Or... Or bear with me here, the Raw title, she would have said it. She would have said it. She would have, we would have set that up. But no. She's going for the NXT title, in my opinion, to put eyes on the product. You've got a trusty pair of hands with Charlotte. 
she can put eyes on the product. People are like, oh, Charlotte's for WrestleMania. She, oh, uh, battling for the title. Yeah, I'll watch that. And they get they get both. They get the casuals, they get the hardcores in one hit. And you get people tuning in Wednesday nights to NXT. So yeah, with that, that's absolutely superb. Having having that is a great idea. The rest of it, the title, we, we, I don't know why I expect it, that titles to change. It would be nice. Uh, the pre-show was okay. Well, I don't know why Sheamus was on the pre-show whatsoever. Why? Just, why? Why was he on the pre-show? He should be on the main card. He's been away for fucking ages. Put him on the fucking main card in some kind of sort of squash match or something or get involved in a match or pull someone out of the Royal Rumble. Oh my God. Why? But Daniel Bryan and The Fiend was decent. Uh, they, 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 what annoys me in WWE is when they have matches after matches, the same people, then they have a blow-off match to for the title and then they face each other again. You're like, why? Just, Rotate. You've got like five thousand people backstage on across all of your brands. Just just switch things up a bit. But it's okay. I mean, it's Daniel Bryan. I love, I love Daniel Bryan. I love the Fiend as well. I guess there is that. Who else have we got? We also had, of course, Edge return. Chills. I cried when he retired. It's the last time I fucking cried. It's not healthy. I should really cry a bit more. It's just a bit a bit of a stigma around that. I just just don't really cry. But I. I was happy when he came back. I was happy, but I'm worried he's going to turn into some sort of Matt Hardy who's being then going to get squashed. You just you, you get learned to be you learn to be disappointed to say the absolute least. So yeah, yeah, there is that. And the rest of the it, I enjoyed. I enjoyed it. it was a, the best Royal Rumble in years. I can't remember the best Royal Rumble or a better Royal Rumble for quite some time. We've had some real dubious winners. Had Triple H, Roman Reigns, Seth Rollins was a good winner, uh, but we kind of knew he would win. And then, yeah, let's talk about that—the absolute best. But moving on, there, Birds of Prey. Oh my God, I am excited! I really do like the DC universe. You know, uh, Batman vs Superman. I enjoyed it. It it was fun. I had fun watching it. It was cool seeing them fight. That's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see Batman and Superman throw the fuck down. Wonder Woman, absolutely amazing. Man of Steel, so cool. Uh, Justice League was absolute shit, to say the least. It, it was an absolute mess. Release the Snyder Cut. Let me know if you want the Snyder Cut. Uh, what else have we got? We've also got Shazam. That was awesome. That was better than Endgame. I personally thought that Avengers Endgame was a total and utter letdown. Time travel, greatest hits, oh my god. Oh, sleep time after that. Just didn't care. I just, there, there was nothing they could do. It just, it should have been Infinity War Part 1 and 2. They should have spread out the fucking war twice. But Endgame, yeah, uh, mm, what I didn't really like it. Aquaman, yeah, that was that was cool. I really, I really liked it. I really liked Aquaman. Uh, it was a lot better than I was expecting. I was, I was worried because I believe that was the first one coming out of Justice League. I can't remember if Shazam came out first or not. But 
Birds of Prey or the Emancipation of Harley Quinn. That's a very long time. So. But the Birds of Prey, if you don't know who they are, if you have no idea, they are, of course, a team that was led by Barbara Gordon. Yes, that's her, the daughter of the Commissioner Gordon. And, of course, Batgirl herself. She's not in the movie. We've got we've supposedly got a Batgirl movie coming out at some point. But, nonetheless, Harley Quinn is the reason this movie is getting made. And if in Suicide Squad... I'm sorry, I didn't mention that. Actually, that, I enjoyed that. But if Suicide Squad didn't actually exist... Or if, if, if people didn't like Margot Robbie... And if they didn't love her performance as Harley Quinn, then the DCU, that'd be absolutely fucked. The only, this, the only thing that's got good going for it. And Wonder Woman as well. God knows when The Flash is being made. God knows. I hope it, it comes soon. So, moving swiftly on, the movie and Birds of Prey is all about sort of villains and, and kind of... I would... Sort of like the Gotham City Sirens, sort of. It's kind of grey area people coming together. Not like Suicide Squad, uh, whereas they're actual criminals. But it's got like, well, you know, like Black Canary and everything like that. They're all together there to fight crime. Of course, this is all about the Black Mask. So the movie looks really, really good. We've got Ewan McGregor, so he's a safe pair of hands again there. And I think what we're going to explore here is... Of course, Margot Robbie's Harley Quinn, she's she's had enough of the Joker. But then again, what I don't get is he broke her out at the end of Suicide Squad. So I think something's happened here and they split up. Something has happened. Uh, we're probably not going to get the Jared Leto Joker anytime soon. It's very much going to be a poochie. The Joker died on his way to his own planet. And then... Going on from that, we are actually going to get, of course, another bloke trying to manipulate Harley. And I think this is going to be about how she has moved on. She's grown from the relationship with the Joker and she's not doing any of this anymore. So the movie does look good. It's got the Black Mask, who is a Roman, whatever his last name is, I can't remember. He is a... a a big villain. He's a big Batman villain. He's been he's been in the, in the comics for years, so it's a, it's an interesting choice there, and I expect we'll probably see him have the the mask actually get grafted to his face because he had the mask, started doing some crimes, and then it got grafted to his face because of you know comic accidents and and, and he was just a bit of a naughty boy to be honest. So other than that, I think it looks good, but. There's so many tweets from salty guys saying, "Oh my god, all these all these women in movies and also they're not looking sexy." Just oh god, shut the fuck up. Honestly, it's it, when it's done gratuitously, like Watchmen, that 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 was just Wokeman. That was awful. That, that was awful that show. I watched the first three episodes. I was like, "This is this is absolute shite." But we know Margot Robbie's good as Harley Quinn. We've got a good cast as well in Birds of Prey. And you know what? I think they're cool. I like Birds of Prey. I like the New 52. I like the uh, the Rebirth run. So just just 
just fuck off and enjoy it. It's going to be fun. Hopefully it's good. Now, I did defend Captain Marvel. I defended Brie Larson. And it turned out that the movie was absolute shite. Uh, so hopefully this doesn't turn out to be absolute shite. Apparently it's delightfully devilish, which um, sounds like something from The Simpsons. You're devi- delightfully devilish, Skinner, or, yeah, when he does the scene tam stuff. Simpsons is good, isn't it? Same as shit now. But the movie, I hope, I hope is good. I really, really hope it's good. I'm hoping for some cameos. It'd be nice to see some cameos from the DCU. Of course, we had the, the Superman cameo kind of in Shazam hopefully Wonder Woman pops up to to promote Wonder Woman 84 hopefully someone else will see the Joker or it'd be connected in some way to Robert Patton's Batman but we've also got another Batman so I'm not sure how that's going to work I'm not sure I may imagine if um well King Phoenix popped up in the movie as Arthur Fleck uh, as that Joker that that'd be cool that'd be interesting nonetheless but let me know what you think down in well, in my emails, uh, sphyder at gmail.com. Of course, just just put something in the title of your, your email there. So moving on. So big bands returning. Is it a scam? Who knows? So Michael Romance, one of the biggest emo bands on the planet. They have returned. Yeah. I loved them. Don't get me wrong. I thought they were great. I loved them as a kid. I still love all that emo bands. My Apple Music stuff is literally stuck in 2004. It is stuck in 2004. But the problem is... Bands. And Muy Dinero. Mas Dinero. Yeah, Mas Dinero? Yeah, that's it. Mas Dinero. Muy means something. I don't actually know Spanish. I don't know why I'm pretending. But with bands returning, oh my Christ, was I pissed off. 80 fucking pounds to see My Chemical Romance. 80 pounds? Are you having a laugh? Right. Let's go in. This is going to be my hot take. I need a hot take alarm. My Chemical Romance, yes. The first album, great. Three Cheers for Sweet Revenge great uh black parade bit weird bit weird doing the whole cancer concept album not sure that's okay but other than that the music was amazing i mean um famous last words is one of the greatest guitar bat songs ever and then we had danger days and then conventional weapons which for some reason isn't on apple music i'm not really sure why but yeah it was good and then they they disappeared and now they've come back they're doing stadium tour and they're charging £80 for the privilege. They're not They're not a stadium band. In no way, shape or form. In my opinion. They, they could have been. They could have been. If they carried on with a concept album. With, of course, Black Parade. If they followed up. Danger Days. That is not a stadium band. Biffy Clyro did a double album. And then became a stadium band. Some people became stadium because they're just the biggest thing on the fucking planet. Like Ed Sheeran and Coldplay. But you've got to have big songs to become a stadium band. And I think that they are scamming us. They've got VIP uh, where you can meet them. Meet and greets. Just an absolute 
money-making scam. But then again, on the other side, I mean, seriously, they're not making a lot of money off album. I cannot remember the last time I bought a CD. I buy some vinyl sometimes, here and there. So they're not making a lot of money off that. They're certainly as fuck not making money off streaming. No way. No way are they making money off streaming. So they've got to find the make, make the money somewhere on touring. But unfortunately, fans get absolutely their arsehole ripped out of them for money. But that's my hot take on that. Are they returning as a scam? Let me know. Email me. Let me know what you think. We'll probably do a. Uh, if I get some emails, we'll do a. We'll do a. Uh, a section on that. But bands, as a whole, the touring is a joke. It's a joke. I mean, uh, Tottenham. Well, Tottenham, the 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 football team, the the soccer team, they are 110, 120 pounds to see them. Fuck, that's ridiculous. Elton John, actually, to be fair, Elton John can get away with it. He's a legend. Uh, but yeah, everyone else, seriously, so much money. Fleetwood Mac, £140. They are absolutely scamming the fuck out of us. I honestly think they are scamming the fuck out of us. I mean, I could afford it. I could pay it. I just kind of refuse to. I kind of refuse to pay this money. It's just absolutely sickening. But next up, we've got our fitness section, and then we'll move on to mental health tips as well. So, the, this podcast is a renaissance a, a renaissance uh, man. So, it's all about kind of getting fit and, and just reading comics. Just being well-rounded. So, if you're out there, if you want to lose weight, I mean, yes, you could look better to bag chicks. Of course, you, it's just a fact. If, you, if, you're, if you're ripped... Or if you're hench, or even if you're just not obese, you're gonna get do better with the ladies or the blokes or the guys. Because there's probably some girls listening to this. You, it's probably none whatsoever. But there's also health benefits. I used to be quite fat, and I stopped snoring. Yes, my sleep has now gone from ten minutes deep sleep to two hours, over two hours. That. Deep sleep is what gives you energy the next day. If you're snoring, you're not going to get that because you're going to keep being knocked out of it by your fucking body or your your snoring. So if you and then again, if you just want to be healthy, if you have underlying health problems, they'll go away. I had arthritis in my neck; that has not been a problem for quite some time. So how do you do it? Of course, we're going to go basic. This isn't going to be some hardcore Mister Olympia bodybuilding, anything. This is simply going to be compliant. So all you need to do, you can optionally go to the week, the gym f- five days a week. You can go three. Or you can go three and do go for a run. So five days a week. Do cardio on the Monday. The, you will then do an app called Strong Lifts. So download it, check it on Google Play or the App Store. You can download that and basically do what it says. So you will be doing barbell. It, you just look up, do me a favor, look up the route. So download the app and then go on YouTube and search on how to actually do these lifts safely. They, they are safe. I'm just saying, just just look it up. Just, just look it up. Always do this, that's three days a week. 
Now, that's it. You could actually just do three days. Monday, Wednesday, Thursday. So Monday, Wednesday, Friday. All you need to do is do the app. That's it for exercise. You can just do that. Alternatively, on Tuesday and Thursday, you can do you can go for a run. If you're really heavy, kind of if you're like 300, if you're pushing 300 pounds, I wouldn't go for a run. I'd go for a walk. Uh, probably go, you know what, download Pokemon Go and go walking. Go walk for a bit after work. Or you could start walking to work. Whatever you want to do. Just go walk for 20 minutes. That's all you need to do. 20 minutes before dinner, go and walk. 20 minutes. If you've got a dog, go and walk it. Uh, if you want to play Pokemon Go, go do that. Just as long as you do it. You can also, if you wanted to, if you really, if you wanted to, you can do it at the gym. You can do a cross trainer. Uh, you can do treadmill. You can do the bike. Anything that gets your heart rate elevated. Tuesday, Thursdays. Could do that. That's all you need to do. And then Monday, Wednesday, Friday. That's it. You just, you just lift. That's, that's it. That's literally it. Download the app. It's three exercises. It will take about 45 minutes to an hour. Probably quicker. It, it may take half hour when uh when you've just started because it's actually really easy when you start and then you start adding on um 1.25 kilos or 2.5 kilos to your lift each time you do it and then that's it that is literally it do that for a month do that for a month see where you are and then look up a push pull split that's all you need to do that is literally it now let's go to nutrition nutrition is gonna be the hardest it's gonna be the absolute hard it's really gonna be hard doesn't have to be so what we need to do is go and download or go on, go online search a tdee calculator uh, make sure you set it to light activity depending on what you do it's probably going to be sedentary or light activity and then do that and then it will say how much calories you burn each day just doing your normal activity just just, just existing and, and doing like going to work and that sort of thing and then you just subtract it by 500 calories and eat that. Uh, or if you want it even easier, go download MyFitnessPal. Uh, set all the settings to lose a pound a week. And that will tell you. You just eat what it tells you. You just literally eat. So all you have to do, <laughs> strong lifts, do what that tells you three times a week. Eat what MyFitnessPal tells you to eat. It's even got a barcode scanner. That is, that is it. That is literally, you will look awesome later on if you are quite heavy uh, i would recommend maybe uh losing just a pound a week moisturizing your skin a lot uh, after the shower and because you don't want to lose skin and also take a collagen supplement as well you can take a pre-workout if you want to you're really not going to need a pre-workout for these kind of workouts um you can take a fat burner if needs be if you can't afford a fat, if you, if you think that that's too much money for yourself, just don't buy it. Don't You don't need it. Uh, just eat well. The general rules are have 20 to 30 grams of protein per meal. And then have a protein-y snack. And only try and only eat kind of bread, rice, that sort of thing around your workouts. So have most of your your bread and, that's, and your pasta and your rice before and after your workouts. That's literally it. That is it. Trust me. Just please just trust me. That 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 will work. 
you don't even have to do the cardio. You honestly do not even have to do the cardio at all. If you really don't want to, you don't have to. You probably will actually get better gains uh, because you won't lose a lot of muscle or anything like that. But if you want to get lean quicker or whatever because someone's coming up, that's it. So let me know in comment and anything, whatever comment, however you're listening to this. Shoot me that email and let me know how you're getting on with that. So, yeah, lastly, um, budgeting is always a good thing. Budgeting is a very good thing. I've learned some hard lessons from not budgeting. So I'm just going to talk about what I've been doing. It is a soft rolling day budget. So what you need to do, start the month. You need to add up all of your bills, all of your direct debits, uh, anything, any kind of like YouTube Plus or whatever it's called, Netflix, Disney Plus, all of that stuff, uh, car payments, mortgage, everything that basically comes out, uh, rent. Oh, yeah, I did. Uh, JC2492, welcome to the chat. Thank you for coming. Would you rather travel luxuriously or the back to uh, lu travel luxuriously, of course, there uh, to say the absolute least there. But the budgeting is important. It is it is really important there uh, just for the sheer fact that you, you need to budget. So subtract every single thing that comes out every month. You know what you pay each month. Then set yourself a budget for actually no. Let's just hold off for that. So set everything that comes out, subtract that, then you have the money you can spend that month on technically whatever you want. Now divide that by the days left till payday. Now you now have your budget. That's how much you can spend a day. Now what I would do, uh, if you have a lot, if you actually earn quite a lot, I would subtract, probably make that in half. And then I would also, as well, if you're not earning that much, maybe subtract that by probably two or three, maybe. Yeah, I think that's good. And then that's your daily budget. And then if you, if anything, if you have to spend something that's out of your usual thing, so apart from food or or your bus pass or your train travel or, or your petrol, or your diesel, if a big thing comes out, you then reset your budget. So that's what the rolling thing is because the budget changes depending upon your unexpected expenses. So let's say you spent 40 pounds on your shopping, you then change it. You reset that again because you spent more than you would on your daily budget. So every time you spend more than your daily budget, you then reset and you, you, you do the math again, work out how much you have left to spend there just to, for that. So that that's really what you can do here with this. That that those budgets do actually work work very very well. I I think anyway. That's that's how I think they work. But it's pretty good to say to say the least with that. And and, and budgeting is is very important. It, it is it is really important. But that is it for the podcast there. So I hope you enjoyed it. If you want more every Friday, we're gonna do this shit. So let me know what you think down in the comments. And if you want me to get another guest on or anything like that, let me know. 
But I will see you soon. You'll see me soon. I won't see you. You're somewhere. I don't know where you are. Goodbye.